Good morning, and welcome to another episode of Josh and Pat. I'm Joshua Klein, joined by Patrick Cassett. And after many acquisitions to the Suns, mm-hmm. they still stunk. But no longer is that the case because after releasing Chris Paul and then saying, actually, we didn't release him yet, they traded Chris Paul and they got all-star Bradley Beal. Mm -hmm. Patrick, does Bradley Beal put them over the top? And can we expect the Suns to finally be able to do what they haven't been able to do thus far and win a championship. When you got expectations, Josh, and the expectations don't come through, what do you try to do? You try to reinvent basketball. Why do you need a point guard? That's what the Phoenix Suns are saying. So we have our arguably best player on the court, shooting guard, Devin Booker. Yep. So what what are we going to do, Josh? To support him. We're, we're going to get another shooting guard. Yeah, it's uh, it's, you know... The uh the old adage two is better than two one. is better than one and 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 I think that's what they're doing right now and I think they might do it well now listen if you Who look at the stats guy? between Chris Paul and Bradley Beal mm-hmm. and I, I we're, this is a big stats show we did the research right of course um we're looking season statistics last year Chris Paul seven point four assists per game. Bradley Beal only five point four, so that's only two less. And you got to think like, why they don't really need to pass the ball? Kevin Durant can probably take the ball up the court. I mean, we're in a great spot for the Phoenix Suns. Uh, And now Chris Paul, his future a little bit uncertain here. They're waiting for a third person to kind of jump in this trade to uh, to get him to a contender, Mm -hmm. um, which is great for Chris Paul. Now, would you rather if you were Chris Paul have just been released? If I put, yeah, if it seems like he kind of got the short end of the stick because he was told he was released. Turns out, not released. Yeah, you know that's it's a real like weird scenario where two weeks ago he's like, okay, man, I'm chilling. I'm gonna have to find a new team by September, October, and now he's sitting there going, please, please, I don't want to play for the Washington Wizards. So that's it's a tough situation for him. Yeah, it's a very tough situation. I wouldn't want to be in Chris Paul's shoes. He had, to, like, literally a couple weeks ago, he thought he was going to be able mm-hmm. to just pick where he wants to go. Maybe right, and rain, it's tough. Maybe do some rain chasing there. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's tough for him because, you know, you, whenever you're you're dealing with possibly moving to a new team, you got to switch houses, you know, maybe getting a new car, new situation, you know. And his brother Cliff probably just not able to help him out with that yet because of the uncertainty. Yeah, exactly. You don't know where you're going. Uh, but good for the Suns, I guess, making making a splash, making some moves. Um, obviously, we know that when they bring in a big all-star talent, it always, always works. That they're going to win, and they're going to win championships. I mean, look at it last year, Josh. You bring in KD, and we see the success that that team had after going to the finals uh, in 2021. They bring yep. in another absolute superstar this year, and we see how well they performed against the you know, the Denver Nuggets. But, Josh, a lot of people were talking about the guy that didn't get traded in this deal, DeAndre Ayton. They hold on to him, which is a shocker because it seemed like he was he, he was definitely on the way out. Yeah, people really did think he was on the way out. Now, remember, he is still a young player. Like, he was not drafted too long ago. Um, but mm-hmm. but people, fans are not happy with him. I, and, I mean, I always wonder, like, how long does it take before we know if a guy is good in the NBA? Because it seems like it takes a while for players right. to develop 
Um, but not the case in, in Phoenix. They they said he wasn't. He's not there. He's, what, he's what never going to be there. We're going to get rid of him. Then they didn't get rid of him. So maybe right. they're holding on well, thinking maybe, he's going to be something. Maybe he's going to be their point guard. Maybe a little change of position and that helps him out. He'll bring up the bring up the ball. And, you know, hey, we're talking about Victor Wembenyana being able to have point guard skills. Oh, yeah. He's, seven well, six. he's the guy. He's the guy. So why not? Let's Hey, let's just transform DeAndre Ayton into that guy. Now, 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 Patrick, you brought up an interesting conspiracy about uh-huh. the Chris Paul trade. Mm-hmm. Do you want to share it? Yeah, we got a little. We got a little related situation going on. Okay, so if we look at Bradley Beal, he had a no trade clause, so got he it. basically able to pick out wherever he wanted to go. Basically, yeah. Well, he has an agent. Okay, and they have some family ties to the Phoenix Suns. Got it. The CEO of the Phoenix Suns, and Bradley Beal's agent is a father-son combination. And what day did this take place on? Father's Day. Wow. What an absolute phenomenal present to give to your father to be able to say, hey, you know what? We're getting this deal done. We're sending the boy over to Phoenix because a lot of people are saying how to the Washington Wizards not get a single first-round pick. Some yeah. say some are saying the return is too good. Now, but the agent wouldn't have been the person to like agree the, with compensation, no, right? But the no trade clause, he basically could have picked wherever he wanted to go. Uh, so then, yeah, man, would good. you look at that? I mean, that's the ultimate Father's Day present: is that you're able to just say, "Hey, you know what? Congratulations, Dad. Um, you you owe me one." That is pretty crazy. Good for him. Good for him. I'm sure both these guys are going to be successful. I'm sure that agent got in that position strictly based off talent. 100%. There's no way the name had anything to do with it. Nope. nope. Yeah, so that's crazy. Um, Crazy stuff shaking up in the NBA. I'm going to be very curious to see if Mm -hmm. um, Chris Paul suits up for the Wizards. Probably not. But if he does, that will be an interesting situation there where him, Russell Westbrook, and John Wall kind of did like a – like this played for the exact – same three teams now. Hey, let's get John Wall to the And they're just Thunder. rotating. John Wall to the Thunder would make it four really teams. Completed. I mean, yeah. basically insane. Um, uh, moving on, we got the U.S. Open, Patrick, this week. Now, well, we talked about it Friday. Right. At the time, uh, Ricky Fowler was in eight under. Right, correct. And we were like, is this course too easy? Mm-hmm. Is he going to be 24 under by the time Sunday rolls around? It was just, the question. Just didn't happen. Did not happen. No. Um, in fact, it, it was the opposite direction that he ended yeah, up for, moving. For Ricky, yeah, um, for him. And then uh, instead, Wyndham Clark mm-hmm. takes it home uh, after an ultimate choke job by Ricky Fowler. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't be the first time some England choked in the U.S. soil. Well, Rick, Ricky's American. But oh no, no no sorry sorry I meant I meant not I wasn't saying Ricky Rory, Did I say Rory, Rory McIlroy Rory, Rory, Rory McIlroy and, and we yeah, knew yeah. that you meant yeah, that yeah, Josh because you know, in my brain it's, I switched a hundred percent as yeah. soon as you said the England line week we knew that yeah like, yeah that yeah, was yeah. A good, it was a good joke that you were delivering yeah there. just it, ah right. dang because I was gonna switch to Rory but I didn't switch to Rory it was Rory who ultimately choked on Rick because Ricky Ricky had he previous he already he already choked well, yeah we we knew that it he was gone Rory came into the picture right and then choked again. 100%. But Josh, yeah. there's there's things around golf that you can always rely on. Yep. It's death, taxes, and Rory McIlroy choking on a Sunday. 
wow. of a major. Okay, because this guy couldn't make a putt yesterday. I always hear about Rory McIlroy, man. He's like boy wonder. Boy wonder. He's he's such a great guy, such a great golfer. And at some point, Rory, you, you might be a great golfer and you might be a great guy. But at some point, you can't go nine years without a major. It just can't happen if you're going to be one of the all-time greats in this game. And he just can't get it done, Josh. Yeah, it's been a tough, 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 like, last three weeks for this guy. I mean, it really... We're talking about backstabbing, choking. I mean, this is a tough, tough three weeks. It's tough, but hey, U.S. Open went well. I think you could really see the influence of Liv. I th- I thought on the tour, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, now that the partnership has you know come to be, it really makes a big difference. Honestly, it's like elevated golf, right? Taking it to a new level. Well, so it's been really cool to see. And and I got I got another thing, Josh. Is it is it time for Ricky Fowler to just stop wearing orange on Sunday? Because clearly it did not work yesterday. Yeah, the orange hat is uh, it is a cool hat. I mean, it does stand it's cool. out. It's cool. Uh, I mean, he does not seem to win in it. Yeah, which is which is kind of the point. Kind of got to win in it. But you know, they say you look good, you feel good, you feel good, you play good, you play good, you play well, good they pay good. Was he not feeling good yesterday? Because he didn't play good. Maybe he doesn't like the orange. He doesn't. Maybe he like lost a bet and he's like he has mm. to wear it. It's a little blackmail situation. Yeah. So so what's the uh, what's the next major now? Because big We're golf going, guy go, here going to the Open in. In Europe here next month. Wow. And uh, and that's when you'll hear about golf again on the show. Cool. We'll hear yeah. about golf again in about a month. So yeah. looking forward to that. Uh, speaking about sports, we usually don't cover too much and that relate to the United States. <laughs> United States soccer. They're back. I mean, it's back, but arguably never left because they three-peat. Confic- Con Caf Nations League. Right. And that's a it's it's a huge... Huge move for them. They beat Canada in the final. It was a rivalry game. Oh, absolutely. Um, and we all know both United States and Canada, obviously major world players uh-huh. when it comes the to soccer landscape. Soccer. Exactly. Um, and so and so it was hey, a huge win for us. Still a little bit confusing about um the whole coaching situation for yeah. the United States because you definitely we win CONCACAF. With fill-in coach, what's his name? Fill-in coach. Well, he's a fill-in coach. We don't need to know his name. Interim coach. Right. It, it, oh, this uh, somebody just reported, and he just said interim coach. Yeah, it's just interim. That's coach. a kind of he's just a filling guy. He's just a filling guy. Okay, so so he so we, we got a fill-in coach. We don't I, we don't know his name. Does anybody know? I don't know. Well, right, and we don't need to know because we knew when he gets the job, he's just a filling coach. Okay, so then Coach Greg Burlhalter. Burlhalter, he's actually the real coach. He's not present for the CONCACAF because right. he was just hired four days ago. Mm-hmm. Now, we do not know if he's actually spoken to any of the players. Well, actually, we know he hasn't spoken to Gio Reyna. That much is for sure. Yeah, you know. That's it, been reported. It, it, yet. It, it, Since the World Cup, they have not spoken. Yeah, you know, you got a little bit of a blackmail situation going on there. You know, I hey, just two guys just got to figure it out, man. Yeah, they're going to try to they're going to try to figure that out and navigate that landscape. I mean, how disappointed was Gio Reyna when Greg Brawlter got rehired as the coach? Oh, that's got to be really tough, especially well, not even Gio Reyna, I'd say, but like his, I'd say, his father's parents. I'd say they're playing really well right now, though, without him. And so it's interesting to bring on the same guy who couldn't get us to the next right. level in 
um, in the World Cup. And part of that may be because he literally was having his personal bias determine yeah. what the starting lineup was. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a weird spot for you soccer. But you know what? They're going to. Hey, I, I don't know about you, Josh, but I, there's nothing more than I like than comeback spending, story. A comeback story, right? And when you spend six months on your coaching search, you know, got to be thorough, Josh. You got to got to figure it out. You got to go through all the X's and O's. You got to uncover things from people's past. You got to look into the character situation. And when you take six months and you realize maybe the guy we had, maybe he's the right guy for the job. Well, I'd argue that they like they said, okay, we're going to start from a start from scratch. Mm -hmm. We're going to look and we're going to say, hey, who's going to be the guy? And then they're getting all the resumes in. They're getting. They're looking through these resumes. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, look at this guy! Already has experience, experience in this exact field that we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy?" And then they're like, "Oh, oh this guy. He, I mean, he. So what did he do? Oh, he he's already coached the U.S. soccer team. Well, that's literally the whole. That's the job. That he's job. already got experience. Mm-hmm. Already coached in the World Cup. Well, okay, so he's been there." Wait a second. Wait a second. They're like this guy's perfect. Exactly, and and it makes you think that of what they fell in love with him the first time yeah, to hire him. Absolutely. You know? So, hey, congratulations to U.S. Soccer. Yeah, it's a big day. Hey, it's coming home, and that's Greg Berhalter. Yeah. So, I mean, you win Concacaf three times in a row. I mean, not not enough people are talking about Concacaf champions. It's a three-peat. And Messi never won a Concacaf. Nope, never a Nations League. So, I would argue Ronaldo didn't. Didn't either. I wouldn't argue that. I'd say he just didn't. So you tell me. You tell me what that means. Hey, never forget when the USA drew against Portugal. Never forget. 2014 World Cup. I was big. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Yankees get swept. Yeah, Patrick, tough, tell tough me to be what a Yankees happened fan here. right now. Right. I mean, this is tough. You. You're coming off a little weekend series against the Boston Red Sox and the Yankees. Not only get three games swept over the weekend series, they got doubleheader swept. Okay? They lost both games on Sunday. They are the only team in Major League Baseball this year to lose two games on Father's Day. Oh, man. It's disappointing for them. I mean, where does the franchise go from here? Aaron Judge is hurt. Yeah, you got players not performing. Players are going to other teams like Gary Sanchez, Aaron Hicks, and they're oh, performing. Geez. And and you look start looking around. You got I I remember I'm old enough to remember Josh when Anthony Volpe Volpe was supposed to be the second coming of Jared Derek Jeter. Yeah, I was told I was told that he was better than Derek Jeter because he had that little bit of Italian blood in him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's a me. Uh, and it turns out maybe it, it turns out maybe Volpe isn't Derek Jeter because homeboy's struggling. Yeah, it's gonna be it's really tough. And if you look at the standings now, first of all, AL East is stupid. Okay, as a Orioles fan, I want to say it's stupid. It is dumb it's division, the dumbest division dumb of all division. time. I think it should be just eliminated altogether because you got okay, you got the Red Sox who just swept the Yankees. They're the last place team, but they're only two games behind the Yankees for the wild card spot. And Josh, they would be in first place in the AL Central, which is insane. So you got you got yeah, they would be in first place in the AL Central. AL Central. I mean, they're 
it, it's just it's it's dumb. So you, now you have okay. So the Yankees they lose that. They're now thirty nine thirty three. The Blue Jays are thirty nine thirty four. The Red Sox are thirty seven thirty five. I mean, what gives? It's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, do better, Rob Manfred. You're too worried about moving the Oakland Athletics to realize that you got five juggernauts in the AL East, and one of them at least is not going to make the playoffs. Do we change the rules? Is this like a Zion Williamson situation where if the Red Sox or the Yankees are looking like they're going to be in the fourth or fifth spot, that maybe we change the rules and an extra playoff team? Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that's true. Why not just let the whole like the whole division in? Yeah, let's let's start that. I, Here we are officially requesting that the entire AL East makes the playoffs. Just find a way. Just figure it out. Yeah, I think so. Let's get that done. Patrick, you told me a story this morning that was quite heartbreaking. Um, it was a it was a Father's Day story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a rough one. And uh, I'd like you to share it. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, some news came out of Atlanta yesterday morning, and um, uh, the Braves, uh, they, they were scheduled to have a little father-son first pitch, uh, you know, to, to honor the dads out there. And one of their beloved stars, well, not a star, got called up on May 18th, didn't appear in a game. It's been a month. But he was still on the roster. His name's Charlie Culberson. And his dad was going to throw out the first pitch on Father's Day in Atlanta. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Major situation happened. He got designated for assignment, which means he basically got released on Father's Day morning. So his dad did not throw out the first pitch because his son was no longer on the team. So basically, you have a guy. Mm-hmm. Who's going to throw? His dad's going to throw out the first pitch for Father's Day. Mm-hmm. That guy gets cut. Mm-hmm. They got to find somebody new to throw out the first pitch. Mm-hmm. They did. They got another player's dad to throw out the first pitch, and then he went five for five. That could have been Charlie Culberson. Five for five. Jeez, on Father's Day, the day. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, gave birth to pretty much a great story there, yeah. though. Mm-hmm. Wow. Five for five could be the could be what turns around the Atlanta Braves season. I mean, that's a tough. That's a tough Father's Day. Well, on on the flip side is he didn't have to work on Father's Day, so he was able to spend time with his dad. Think about that. I, yeah, you're right. I mean, he got you, the day off. You get the day off, and that's mm-hmm. the thing. We're, me and my dad were talking about Father's Day, and it's an interesting day in sports, and interesting just day in the year. Why didn't they make Father's Day like uh, like the last weekend in October? When you have like the most sports being played, yeah, they they that could have been where you get all four going, and yeah, you know, yeah, you can get you can have like uh, you got because last week in October you got the yeah. World Series, yep, World Series, you got NFL, NFL, you got the week before the last NASCAR race, uh huh. So it's big. I mean, it's you still, like you still got some golf being played. You got the NBA, NHL season starting. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense to me because there really wasn't too much to watch yesterday other than U.S. Open golf. Is this is this a petition to change Father's Day? I think we got to. Okay, we'll get started. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Well, Patrick, uh, I think that's uh, that's a show. I mean, this is the dog days of summer. This is, these are yeah. the episodes that you, you, it's like it's tough to find the sport news. Now, we could talk about a lot. We could talk about the fact that uh, we are actively trying – 
to put in a Delaware XFL expansion team that mm-hmm. is in the works. We decided at the venue we're going to be playing it at the Monster Mile. Yeah, which would be awesome. Which because because if you think about it, Patrick, you got one, you got a casino right there. You got the campground. Mm-hmm. You got the the track. Would be the coolest, I think, place to play in, would. in the XFL. Might have to put up some lights, but that's a different story. Different story. And, and, and we can get XFL we'll get on funding that. for that. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, we're gonna figure that out. But those are things that are in the works. Also, crazy ideas are being thrown out for this NFL season. Exactly. Guys, I'm telling you what, it's gonna be crazy. Um, so if you guys wanna be a part of that, make sure you guys stick along. Thank you guys for watching and listening and subscribing. If you guys want to get a ten dollar McDonald's gift card, make sure you guys DM us at Pix Mega. Literally, that's literally all you gotta free. do. Just say, it's Hey, free. I want a ten dollar McDonald's gift card it's and a simple. mug. And a mug. And a mug. Yep. We'll get you a mug. So just just make sure you guys uh, do that. Um, I think that's the show. I, I will not see you Friday. I'm going to actually be gone for the next two episodes. But Patrick is going to be holding down the fort here in Delaware. Boom. Um, and so, yeah, I'll see you guys in a few weeks. And, uh, and yeah, you guys have a wonderful day. Okay. Let's uh, go. Peace. Peace.